0: Welcome to the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Alright guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing brand that proceeds of the shirts, the hats, and everything else go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation This whole t-shirt company started from me taking care of a five-year-old girl from the emergency department at the children's hospital I worked at in Atlanta for a while back. Um, I thought I needed to do a little bit more than kind of just talk about my story. So this is how I started the clothing line because I wanted to show people that even though diabetics have this really bad disease, we can still do amazing things in our life and diabetes won't stop, you know, stop us reaching our goals. So go check out Type 1 Lifting. Dot com, and um, you know if you have any questions, you can always reach me out on Instagram. It's Type One Lifting, and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the Type One Lifting podcast. The company is called Liberté Lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner um, Nicole on my podcast on episode 28 so if you want to go back and listen to her um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company which is pretty cool so uh, they actually have knee sleeves wrist wraps shirts shorts Uh, love the knee sleeves i have the ice cream knee sleeves and i love them so much they haven't the neoprene is still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So, uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys, too. So, it's all capital letters T Y P E and the number one. So, it's type one. So, go to liberte lifestyle.com, uh, check out what they have in the store, use the promo code type one, and save some coin. Now, let's go to the episode all right guys welcome to another episode of the type one lifting podcast i have army soldier and crossfit athlete Jaylon franklin how's it going hey what's going on boss not bad not bad so um i saw you uh i believe it was on the misfit at misfit athletics facebook uh, no i facebook page uh, instagram page
1: mm-hmm.
0: now i i do i do misfit athletics as well Yeah. and so i was like and you were like slinging some crazy amounts of weights. And I was like, all right, I, I got to get this guy on. He, he has to go for the show. So uh, thank you. Thank you for coming
1: on. I really do appreciate it. Oh, man. Anytime. I, I yeah, love, so, I love to do podcasts. So have you done any before? I've done one with uh, one of my good friends, Will. He's in the Army as well. Okay. He, all right. uh, he invited me on twice. We really just get on in and just start talking. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Very cool. Very cool.
0: So um, I know I've seen on your Instagram feed you have a son. Um, do you have any
1: other kids at all? Or yes, I have three right now, and I have two on the way. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, me and my wife, we have. I have a my oldest son is Tucker. He's here with me. My wife is in nursing school back in Alabama. She has my daughter Ava. And my youngest son Taj and she's pregnant with twins now
0: wow wow that do you feel how do you feel like being
1: outnumbered well soon to be outnumbered yeah I mean hopefully hopefully you know they're boys so we, you know we outnumber them but <laughs> uh, I got a feeling I'm gonna have girls and it you know you just gotta roll with the punches man it's this is that's how that's how raising kids are, especially today yeah it's a, a lot different from you know when we grew up so yeah so do you, I, I know I've seen pictures of like your son playing football
0: and stuff like that. So do you like, how does that work? Do you kind of like say, hey, do you want to try this? Or like, what do you do to kind of get them involved with like, even like exercising
1: or playing sports? So it was, for me, it was more of a like immersion type thing. Cause I'm, I was, I'm a football player. I played college football, played basketball and track. I did all that stuff in high school. And I always knew I wanted my kids to be athletes. They didn't necessarily have to be good athletes, but I just wanted them, you know, to be on the sports team and kinda get all of that stuff I got away from sports that, you know, helped me with with everyday life. But uh Tuck, he uh he saw me like doing a lot of stuff. I was still I was still playing intramural football, you know, you know, for the flat flat football for the army and playing basketball. I was still enjoying it. He was seeing a lot of that and watching football with me and he kinda just gradually fell into it and then Maybe around when he was four or five, we realized he could throw the football, like, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then I, I say, like, what do you want to do? He said, I want to play quarterback. So a, if, ever since then, it's like, hey, as long as it's fun to you, it's fun for me. So awesome. we just been cool. working at that, that goal. So he uh, his first year in basketball, he just started playing basketball about a week ago. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, cool. that's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. I, uh, d- so do you have him, like, work out with you at all or, like, kind of –
1: do you like so with- I mean, sometimes, sometimes I have him work out with me, and uh, sometimes not. depends Depends on like what I got going on in the session. Mm-hmm. But he wants to work out, and he's eager to work out. But I don't want him to work out starting start too early. I never yeah. let him like touch weights, or like if he does do anything, it's a bunch of running and uh, <laughs> like body weight things, like push ups, sit ups, and squats, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I have a six year old son, so he was like, started getting into weightlifting. Mm-hmm. So like, I have like old, old, like long, like uh, lacrosse sticks. And so yeah. I, I make him use those to do the lifts and yeah. like a three pound kettlebell. And so mm-hmm. I've talked about this in other, other podcasts, but we used to do this thing called next station where, we do like a minute of work or like 30 seconds of work because his attention spans like not that, you know, long. Yeah. And so, yeah. It,
1: it, and that's, that's the difficult part about kids. It's like one second, they're focused. The next second it is like, Oh, there's a squirrel. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we do 30 seconds of work. Then we do like 20 seconds, like, or 10 seconds to switch stations. And so mm-hmm. we do like kettlebell swings. And like when, when he said he was done, like, I don't, I don't pressure him whatsoever. No, to be like, ever, I'm
1: that. like, it's, no, keep on going. Keep it going. Fun. You yeah. want to, like, you want to keep it being fun, man, because you got a lot of parents nowadays trying to live through the kids and stuff oh. like that. Yeah. I just want it. I just wanted to be fun. Like the moment he's like, Hey pops, I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to work out. I don't want to throw anymore. Like, cool. Yeah. We can do whatever you want to do. It's like, I just wanted to keep being fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I definitely
1: like, see it. it was fun for me. I, w- I, I would want him to have those same experiences.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen that when I used to be coaching, lac- be a lacrosse coach. Like, literally, their parents would be like, you know, why isn't my kid starting? And I'm like, well, he made a mistake, and then something happened, so we had to get other kids in. It's like, no, my kid should be starting. I'm like, your kid really shouldn't be starting. So, <laughs> but I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say that though. I mean, but-
1: sometimes they got, sometimes they got to hear it, man. A lot of parents that have got to realize, like, man. After a certain level on you know, after rec center and you get into junior high and high school, it's like just because you're on the team don't mean that you, you, you're you going to get all the minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the harsh reality of sports. You know, you got some people, sometimes you got to wait your turn. You upperclassmen got to leave and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I try to teach my son that and say, hey, they might be better than you now, but you keep working and, mm-hmm. and yeah. things are happening.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what my son too. I always like he he said, "Daddy lost," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm a, you're not going to win every single game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just roll with the punches and just figure out like what happened and then try to do something to make it better. So, yeah. but then like you'll see my son playing soccer, pl- like looking like Sonic the Hedgehog with his hands behind his arms, trying to run because he just played a Sonic game before the soccer match, and I'm like, oh, yeah. my God.
1: <laughs> Oh man, it is it's hilarious man watching them play. It just is it's, it's just, they just run around. For the most part they're just running around. You may have like like two or three kids that actually know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, True, true. So what are what are some of the things you like being being a father? Oh man, it's the best part is uh watching them grow up and become like like their own people cuz like I see so much of myself in my son, but then I see a lot of my wife and my son and two. And then now he's he's like his own individual. Mm-hmm. But then I look at my daughter and I see so much of my sister in my daughter. And it's like, and I see them two interacting. I just I just see like me and my me and my sister how we used to be as, as kids. <laughs> and then my youngest son, he's just he's just his own. I don't know where this guy comes from, man. He's, he's just his own <laughs> person, man. Yeah, uh, he, he's not like me. He's not like my wife. He's just his own own guy.
0: Yeah, he's just trying to figure stuff out.
1: So yeah, yeah he's just trying to figure. It. But it's the thing is he's moving so fast because he has this, his older brother and sister. So oh, yeah, yeah. He, he he tries to keep up with them. So it's yeah, he gets into a lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he gets into a lot of stuff. Yeah, very cool,
0: very cool. So um you talked about you played football. You played college football for a little while. So before
1: that. What what was your upbringing like pretty much with sports? Oh, uh, so I'm from a military brat. My dad was was in the Army. Uh, my mom was in the Army. She got out, became a GS worker. Uh, so kind of like the same thing I'm going with my son. I started in the rec center. I hated football at first. My first year playing football, I hated, it. oh, my God, I got hit. I was like, I want no parts of this. I said, okay, I'm going to go to the NBA. <laughs> I'm going to go to the NBA. And then uh, my dad uh, PCS, we PCS to Germany. And I had to play football. I had to play flag football over there. I couldn't hit. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I'll I'll play. I'll play flag football. They can't hit me. So then I started playing flag football. Then I started to fall in love with playing football. And then we got back. uh, We came back to Fort Rucker back in 2004. 2004, I was around the sixth grade. And that's when I started playing football again. I was a receiver my sixth grade year, and I finally became a quarterback my seventh grade year. And I played quarterback seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. And when I got to 10th grade, I had to make a decision. It's like, am I going to be a college quarterback? Or I'm going to be a college DB? And even though I felt like I was a good quarterback, I was like, you know, back then they weren't really taking quarterbacks. Like at that time I was five, not five, seven, five, eight. I was like, it wasn't a lot of Kyler Murray's or, you know, Russell Wilson's walking around and, you know, you kind of had one guy, which is like Doug Flutie, which is like the one in a million. yeah So I, was, I had to kind of make a decision. I was like, okay, am, am, I a, am I a better DB or am I a better quarterback? And I was like, I'm a good athlete, so I can do it all. So I decided to, you know, make that transition to DB. And it was, probably was the, was the best decision for me but nowadays my my son is is totally different the game the position of quarterback is totally different from back oh, yeah. when I played when I played quarterback so him be, if he is 5'10 5'11 then he still have a shot mm-hmm.
0: very cool very cool
1: so where where did you go to college uh the university of South Alabama
0: oh, okay very cool very cool and you played
1: db there too as well yeah yeah corner okay. i played corner
0: very cool so um after graduating, did you try to like go the pro pro route, or what? What were you What were you thinking after your got- no? So
1: uh, I didn't graduate. Okay. I decided. To, I decided to enlist uh, my junior year. Okay. And I enlisted into the army in 2013.
0: Okay. So what? What made you go into the army?
1: Uh, it wasn't man football wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> it wasn't fun anymore, and, and I made some poor decisions as far as academically there where uh even if i had stayed i don't know if i would have been eligible to play
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I, I had a lot of growing up to do and uh the army was good to my family so i said you know what army is, is not bad so i decided to join the army okay and very two, cool so okay very cool so what what's what's your what's your job in, in the army so when i enlisted i was a, a 68 echo i was a, a dental tech okay and I recently changed my do- job two years ago. Now I'm a uh, 92 Yankee uh, Supply Sergeant.
0: Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, okay. I was I was in the Air Force and I was a medical technician. So pretty much I'd be like, a I don't know, like a certified nursing assistant, like if you see like in a normal hospital. So okay. I, I did that for seven years. And so I was going awesome. to stay. Then the
1: diabetes hit and they're like, yep, you can't you can't stay in. in the Air Force, is there a, still like a track? For you guys to get like your R N or like LPN? Um,
0: yeah, there's, there's kind of there's a kind of like a way to get around it. You could challenge the boards to become an LPN um Mm -hmm. but it's like i when i after i graduated tech school they moved they moved everything to uh, fort sam houston which is in san antonio yeah 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 that's why i went uh, to ait for dental. yeah Yeah. so um so all the all the stuff didn't really transfer over to fort sam houston so like trying to find my stuff was just like finding a needle in a haystack and it was just like almost impossible but you could challenge the board to become an lpn there's a uh I know you can apply to become a PA, like go to their PA school, which is mm-hmm. I heard one of the toughest PA schools to get into. It is.
1: It uh, is. It is crazy tough.
0: Yeah. And then you can you can, I get I think you can go to school for to become an RN, but I think you need to go to like an actual college to get okay. to college. So but yeah. But I, I wanted to come I wanted to go to the nursing role, but I just got no love with like colleges, other colleges to get in because I already graduated college and everything, had like uh-huh. prereqs. And it was just like jumping through hoops. I was an Air Force medical technician and working at a hospital in Boston. And I still couldn't get into a nursing program
1: because
0: my my SAT scores from like 1998. I I, I just aged myself. So (laughs) it's it's all good. (laughs) But but like my high school SAT scores from 1998 were like they like they were too low or something like that. And then they went up one school said I needed to get my GED for math and science because it was like so far, like so long ago. And I was like, you know what? F- forget this. So right, come on, come on, man. And like, yeah. And I was in one school, I was 0.13 off of a three, five GPA mm-hmm. to get to the school. And they said, no, we want transfers to get a three, And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like I'm going to be your best student. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, man, I don't think you like, I'm, I'm
1: not a 19 year old, 18 yeah. year old freshman. It's was like, I'm a man with a family. <laughs> I'm not, like I'm in my twenties, man. Like, just, like yeah. <laughs> like well,
0: I'm not like going to be there partying or anything like that. I'm, I'm good. I, I want to go to school and just get my RN and just, you know, be gone. But yeah, yeah it, it didn't quite work out, but you know, whatever, it's fine. I, I got a great job now. So can't, can't complain about it. so, mm-hmm. so, um with you being in the, in the army are you planning to do like the full 20 or what what's what's the game plan
1: Right now uh the game plan is a uh, full 20 Full 20 you know my dad did it my granddad did it my, my uncle I got a few uncles that did it so a smart, a smart man. man smart man it's not bad man this it's not a bad way bad way to get a pension especially I came in back when the under the old retirement system. So I still, at 20, I can, you know, I can call it quits and get my retirement. (laughs) Very cool. Very
0: cool. Very cool. So I know, I know your family's like all been in the army, but like, obviously there's other branches in the military. So what, what was the main, like, you know, main thing that kind of like brought you into the army compared to like air force Marines or
1: or Navy or anything like that? So, you know, you always hear like, oh, okay, the Air Force is better. You know, they treat you better, you know, better barracks and stuff like that, which being in the Army for for 10 years now, going on 10 years now, I can kind of see, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty. You can see the difference between an Air Force barracks room and, a, and an Army barracks room. I'm just going to say that. I don't want to talk too bad about <laughs> that. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just saw, like, my dad and my uncles and, you know, what it did for them and their family, and the opportunities that, that it created. And I'm a person that's like, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I, the army was just like, I just felt like the army was just the right way to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: If it, if it wasn't the army, I probably would have picked the navy, just because they're like on the west coast. I like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that i was i was contemplating navy but i, I saw like you had to
1: sleep in ships so you you're the one of the officers you're sleeping in ships i'm like i'm good so man, like man i had a best friend that joined the navy after high school and he showed me like when they would be out and on the boat and how they were sleeping i was like oh there's no way bro no no, no <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> there's no way there's <laughs> no way man i was like no no sir nothing for me
0: yeah yeah so um you're you're part of the the army warrior fitness program so yeah. um did you start that before you got into crossfit or did you get into crossfit
1: then you know join that group so i got into crossfit when i got to fort bragg which was around 2018 beginning of 2018 Well has it been that long wow okay at in the beginning of 2018 and uh It wasn't really CrossFit. I was uh, doing functional fitness with a buddy, right? I kind of let myself get out of shape towards the back end of my my time at Fort Stewart. I didn't like, you know, I didn't like myself at the time. So I was like, you know, I I need to get back in shape. I've always been an athlete. I need to at least still look like one. Mm. So I started getting back into functional fitness. Uh, We were doing uh, Marcus Philly's, uh, what was it called? Awaken training series is like a functional bodybuilder, functional yeah. bodybuilder type, type program. And we were doing like a lot of squats and stuff, movements that I'm familiar with. And then at the end of the workouts, there was like a grinder, but it was like more like an EMOM or an type setting where you just go from movement to movement, you know, fast, mm-hmm. as fast as you could, but you know, not, not too bad. And I started like, man, I, I like those pieces at the end. I was like, what is that? Like we like, I want to do more of those. And then we, eventually got into CrossFit, and we we jumped around from comp trained to Misfit, uh, but then going into 2019, going into 2019, end of 2019, we did our first CrossFit competition was the Granite Games. It was a three-person throwdowns. It was a three-person, okay. and uh, we did intermediate, and we ended up qualifying. This is like right before COVID, so we ended up ended up qualifying and I was like, okay. And that was really kind of what kind of took off for me, uh, the fall of 2019 where I was like, okay, I'm not that bad at this. Then we did the open and I, my first open, I think I might've been like top 5,000 or something like that. And I was like, you know, I'm not too bad. Cause I was expecting to be like way lower than that. Yeah, I I may not be too bad at this. You know what? I'm, I'm a follow misfit for a year. You know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on my skills and work at getting better and then this past open I ended up finishing what was it might have been like top top 200 in the US and I finished fourth something in the quarterfinals yep I had a really bad GHD workout if I didn't have that workout I think I may I may have been able to make a semifinal it would have been close mm-hmm. <laughs> but had a really bad workout then and I was like you know I could I could probably do that competitively but uh while I was reclassing let me rewind run back I skipped a step while I was reclassing uh the Warrior Fitness team started reaching out to me because you know Misfit was reposting a lot of my stuff, and you know they could see that I was fairly okay at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So they did the tryout of 2019, December of 2019, or December 2020, December 2020. They did the CrossFit, they did the uh, the qualifier for the Army Warrior Fitness team. I ended up coming top four in that, and I made the team. So right now I'm a Right now i'm an at large athlete we're still working on orders to get me to fort Knox so I can be full time on on the team so oh very cool yeah yeah I'm, I'm like I'm super stoked about that like i I had no idea that I was even that good like army wide like army wide so it is what it is, but no i'm happy I'm happy I get the opportunity so yeah like full time job be CrossFitter. is like i can i can maybe make my best push at the games in these next three years. Cause once I go back to regular army, I got to do regular army stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you, you were like, you, you throw some like crazy number weights, like crazy weights around. So
1: <laughs> were you, were you always like that? I feel like, I feel like I was always strong, mm-hmm. uh, at least strong for my age and strong for my size. I think doing CrossFit kind of helped me get the technical side of it. And then, once I kind of figured out the technical side of it, then my my numbers started to go up rapidly cuz then I like things started to click and stuff like that. But uh I would say I've always I've been fairly always been pretty explosive. So I think I think that's one of my strengths. Is like I was glad I had that. I was able to uh have my base of strength and then have to learn the other stuff then be really well conditioned and have to get stronger because i know getting stronger is the process that takes a long time for some people yeah,
0: yeah. no i totally agree totally agree so <laughs> um you still do misfit so what made you kind of stick with them out of like all the rest of the programs that you that you, that's that, so, that
1: so, so recently uh recently i got a coach going into october of this year last year 2020 2021 i got a coach at my box but uh i'm stuck with Misfit. For the, for the majority of the time was because uh, I mean, Misfit just kind of scratched every, every itch. It, it, it's checked every box, mm-hmm. so it's like whatever, whatever I wanted to get better at, you know, they had a track for it. And what I like about Misfit, is like, okay, we're going to do a deadlift cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that. You're going to do a squat cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that. You're going to do a snatch or a clean and jerk cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that, but you're still remaining fit. The entire time, but you're getting stronger, and then you get ready for the open. You get ready to peak for the open. And Misfit is really transparent in what they're trying to do. And I feel like uh, I feel like drawing them know what they're, they're doing at Misfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been drinking their Kool Aid for a couple of years. Yeah. Now, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Misfit. Misfit is, is really, and I still like on my recovery days. I still do the do the bitch work for my recovery days. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't totally left them in it, but yeah misfit really they they're they really good at what they do
0: yeah yeah no i agree so um I know the box that you you said you have a coach at your box, but uh going back to the army warrior fitness uh program so how how does how does that program help you become like you know a better athlete and a soldier at the same time for the army
1: uh being in like kind of right now being that I'm still here in bragg and i I only be with the team when I, when they put me on T D Y and stuff like that. But what I can say with it being uh, them flashing a light, like kind of now, if I if I say let's say I was competing at water and I was you no know, individual, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, this is Sergeant Jaylon Franklin, right? Staff Sergeant Jalen Franklin, and it's like okay, it's not just me, right? I'm not just representing like my Franklin last name. I'm representing the U S Army. And, you know, you kind of got to carry that, that kind of presence, especially as a non-commissioned officer. You want to carry a, pres- a certain presence about you. And, you know, to realize that this is just to let soldiers know that, like, hey, you can still be in the Army and you can still be an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. like it, things, things don't, don't, things don't have to stop because of your Army career. If you really want it and you're willing to put the work in, like, there's no nobody is different from me. Anybody can join the team
0: yeah i agree so um, um in my time in the air force um i've noticed a little I, I don't know if it's the same with you but i don't know if you could talk about it either but like i've noticed like the the fitness level of like new people coming in is getting a little bit less and less and less and less and less so how do how do you get those and like my thing is I want people fit in my unit because I I'm, I'm am two hundred 200 pounds, like 200 plus pounds. And they're saying like, why do you work out? Or like, and my thing is like, I want you guys to be fit. And I want to be fit too, because I want to drag you. I need, if I need to drag you someplace, I want to be able to, and I want
1: you to be able to drag my ass from one place to another. And that's, and that's the whole, that's the whole thing. It's staying, being able to stay mission ready, no matter, no matter what your job is. Right but you never know when when shit hits the fan shit hits the fan and everybody got you got to be able to be a soldier
0: mm-hmm. so
1: and you want to be able to operate as a soldier you may not know all the technical lingo and stuff like that but you still want to be able to at least physically that's something that you can always be ready for mhm now how yeah. do you, how
0: do you get your group um
1: group, group like you know always ready like always like active and stuff like that i mean so so i'm in i'm i'm in a third group right now i'm attached to a second battalion. And so there a lot of the guys, they see me work out. Right. And normally I put, so we got a whiteboard that's like right in there and I put like a wad and I get like a lot of soldiers to, to, to work out with me. So I go in the mornings and I go in the afternoons, like sometimes in the afternoons, if I'm not going to my box and in the mornings I say, Hey, I'm going to be here cause it's PT on your own. So, Hey, I'm gonna be here at this time. You know, if you want to work out with me, this is what we're going to do. And now for the most part, like they, they hop in and they join in and, and they work out with me, but, uh, pretty much everybody does their own thing. But the guys that do work out with me, I kind of show them like everybody got this negative stigma about CrossFit. Oh, and when oh,
0: they,
1: yeah. yeah. And then when they see me, it's like, oh, he's too big. He can't do, he's not, he's, he can't do CrossFit. There's no way you're doing CrossFit. Like what are you doing back and buys and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, let me do a me when we pushing, pulling, and carrying. I say that's 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 the modalities that I work. So they see me and they see me do that's like man, I can still be big and I can be in shape and I can move like that. And then as they want to get more into it, they want to learn more about it. So I kind of like being able to teach people about CrossFit. I might mean, not know everything, but I can I can teach you what I know. And then if you want to do your own research, you know at least I was able to open that door for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and at least the good thing with, like, like, say if you do a lot in the morning with your
1: group, there's mm-hmm. always scalable things you can kind of move other, other people down. And that's what I love about it, because I always try to tell them, I always reiterate to them, say, hey, don't be intimidated, like, when you see me doing, like, ring muscle ups and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. it, I was, where you are right now, I was doing that two years ago, and it's, there's always levels, as long as you come in here and you put in the work and you're getting something out of it, whether you're doing Kipping pull ups? or you doing to bar butterfly pull ups? It or bar muscle ups? Like it's scalable, and you will still get a workout out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I- I'm glad that most of you guys are actually like you know willing to work out with you. They probably like the
1: first workout. They're probably like dead the first time. They're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I made them do a, a lot of uh, burpee box jump overs. It was, <laughs> it was fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It was a bad. I mean, it was it was a bad day. I mean, I said, man, they, they're not gonna like this because. I didn't want to do the workout. (laughs) 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 Very
0: cool. Very cool. So you you've actually done some competitions, too, as well. I know. um, I think I saw it was the one in Texas you did. Was it like two years ago? Uh, It was
1: 2020. It was January of last year. TFX. The TFX. That's it.
0: Yeah. The fittest experience.
1: I did that team. Mm-hmm.
0: So how, what, what, what was your experience?
1: Was that like kind of like your first like big competition? That or? was my first, my first, so I, I initially did it to try to qualify individual mm-hmm. and I didn't make the RX cut at at that year. And, uh, people that I knew reached out to me, they wanted to go team. We went team. They had stellar athletes on the team, especially, uh, Haley, Haley was, she's a monster. She still is. Hey, and, uh, we end up coming in third place. I mean, it was a great experience and it opened up my eyes to, you know, you know, how good I have to be if I want to be able to, you know, walk out there by myself eventually. But, uh, you know, this year I qualified for the pro division elite. So uh, I'm looking forward to that at the end of this month. Very cool. Very cool. I have actually have a friend of mine
0: that I did a podcast with. His name's Chase Smith. He's going to the same place. Is he? Yes. Chase so- Smith. I think he came in like second in the qualifier. Yeah, so the long mm-hmm. story I've known that I've known that guy for like almost eight years. So we, we lived in the same like area when he like when I first started like doing like CrossFit. So but he's yeah with, uh, he's with Longstar, isn't he? Um no, he's on black uh black iron crossfit. I black think iron? okay okay. So, something like that. But I'll 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 uh, I'll send his send his uh, Instagram page to you. I, okay. I think I honestly I think you guys like sling so much weight and you I think you guys <laughs> like hit hit it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you guys would be perfect together for a team if you guys want to mm-hmm. get in that. But, um, I so what, what were I know you said you learned a lot from that competition that you did. So, mm-hmm. what what were like the big things that you took away from, you know, your learning experience
1: there? So, I would say the biggest thing I took away from being able to watch the individuals compete and competing myself, uh, watching the individuals compete, I realized that you have to attack. The workout, the way, what your fitness level allows you to attack the workout, and pacing, pacing, pacing is like because I was always the type like I'm a football, I'm a football guy, Mm -hmm. so I always attack, attack, attack. I go fast, I start fast. I may (laughs) not end fast, but you know I'm going to start fast and kind of learning that and uh in the skill it's just like i, I had a I didn't have a lot of skills that i needed to compete at that level so mm-hmm. very cool very mean, that, that was that was one of the biggest things things i learned is like being able to strategize and attack each workout yeah to the best of your fitness level very cool so has
0: anybody like reached out to you like wanting to train with you at all or kind of connect
1: oh man it's i've i've connected through so many people the better i've gotten across it I've com- connected through so many people. And, uh, man, so actually, uh, Phil Toon, the guy that's at Waterpalooza right now, I talk to him all the time. He's a stellar dude, stellar athlete. Uh, Who else, who else can I say? Uh, ooh, man, there's a lot of guys. There's a guy named Ryan Jevving. Re- he's up in Minnesota. I really want to train with him, me and him. We did the podcast with Will together. Okay. And, and he's a really good dude. I really want to train with him. You we've, we've talked about trying to link up like around semifinal time, either like trying to go to the same semifinal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, it's, it's a bunch of guys, man, a bunch of guys. But I mean, most of the people that I train with, uh, like Shalen, Daniel Dunlap, uh, Melanza Hayes. I mean, most of the guys that I've really gotten better with have been locally. I've been blessed to be in this this place in North Carolina where there's so many good athletes here. Yeah. So many good athletes, man. You got Grit House up the street. Taylor Selfies at Waterpalooza now. Danielle Dillon's at Waterpalooza. shailen has gone to Mac. Her husband is a good friend of mine. One of my best friends, James owns a gym's, gym in Charlotte. It's like so many good athletes in this small pool and we uh we always get together and we train. So, like I really haven't been a had had the need to reach out and try to train with other good people because I could drive 45 minutes and train with four guys that I feel like are better than me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Very cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Shay- Shaylen's awesome. I had her on my podcast uh last year. So, yeah, she's yeah, she- super nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Shay- Shaylin's a good person. Great person. Yeah. Very
0: cool. So, and I know I know you have a GoFundMe page to kind of help you go to some of these competitions and stuff like that. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it was his uh GoFundMe to help me get to Texas. I mean, everybody I kind of felt that need. That was quick. So, <laughs> yeah it was it was something I really didn't want to do, but Hayes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Alonzo Hayes, he convinced me to do it.
0: Well, I mean, he it was smart. I mean, you literally, you filled up your the whole GoFundMe thing, he, yeah, like that looked like real quick. So, yeah. <laughs> are you looking to do other than the the, uh, the Texas competition? are You looking to do any others, uh, like after you know, or before the before like the semifinals or all?
1: Man, I'm. I'm probably gonna lock it in for the for the opening, the quarterfinals and the semis after 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 TFX. It's just that man, I'm I'm turning, I'm getting close to the 30 man, and it's recovery, the recovery recovery. I'm t- I'm paying a lot more attention to my recovery now yeah. <laughs> than I was doing at like 21. So it's just it's just one of those things that yes. I, I that I kind of got it. I want to compete every weekend, every month, but. You know, your body your body you can't take that kind of stuff
0: yeah so so, um, so with with that um, with that uh, are you looking to peak uh, pretty much like towards the open or the semifinals like I, I know because like a lot of people when they do the competitions they're not like in full you know peak you know ability when, when
1: do you typically like to peak for before- so after talking about it with my coach I, we feel like the best time. Just being of how far I've gotten each year, and we feel like okay, you're on track to make a semifinal individually. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's there's no guarantee that you're going to make a semifinal, right? So we're going to peak you for the quarterfinals, so you're the best that you can be to punch your ticket to a semifinal, and then we'll try to maintain to however far, far we go from there. So it's just that like we don't want to peak for a competition that I may or may not be in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. Very cool. So uh, we're getting close to the end. So um, I, I'm curious because obviously you got a lot going on. you got the military being a dad, CrossFit, you know, even like coaching football and stuff like that, your son's football. Yeah. What, what are you like doing
1: like outside
0: CrossFit in the military?
1: Man. I'm a huge anime guy. I love, I love, <laughs> uh, man, I I love Japanese animation and uh, and video games. It's something that my son gets from me too. <laughs> but yeah, man, I I would I would literally and I kind of got my it was my hobby because I had a lot of things taking up a lot of my time mm-hmm. and I got my wife into it. I knew if if I could get my wife into anime. Then that's something that we can, you know, be able to do together. Not, not she's all she's back home watching it without me, and I would be getting mad at her for watching stuff without me. So, <laughs> yeah. So like video games and like like Japanese animations, like I still, I still love, I still love that kind of stuff. I get to be a kid for at least twenty seven minutes. And yeah, yeah I yeah. watch that until I gotta be an adult. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite video game? Oh, my favorite Tekken, the fighting game. Jeez, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Tekken. That's, cool. that's that's my that's my favorite game. Actually, back in college I was ranked internationally in Tekken. Oh nice. really cool. Oh, I, I was I was so good at Tekken, man. Yeah. A- okay, I'm almost done. We can go get something to eat.
0: <laughs> Alright, we'll we'll, we'll we'll make it real quick. So um uh, okay. so I know I know it's the beginning of the year and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your goals? I know you kind of talked about making it to semifinals. But wh- what are your goals uh, for the rest of the year, like military-wise, like
1: personal-wise, like whatever? So if I can't get to the Army Warrior Fitness Team by this summer, I'm probably going to put a uh, back burner on my CrossFit career mm-hmm. just just to kind of get my Army career you know, stabilized. You know, CrossFit's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, and I still be able to train just maybe not as much as I would need to train to be at the level that I am now, but I still, I feel like I still got a lot, a lot of growing to do as a CrossFit athlete. And I don't feel like I lose that much, that much, but I, you know, as a father, you know, as a, as a man, you got priorities that you, you have to decisions you have to make and until and the army pays me to do CrossFit. I, I, I just, I just can't, I don't see, cause I'm coming up on my time to leave Fort Bragg. And mm-hmm. here it's the perfect situation, right? PT on your own, hours are great. Everybody kind of treats you in special operations. They know they treat you like a big boy. You get your job done, you get your shit done, you go home. Right. Yep. So I'm I hours are perfect. I'm able to coach my son. I'm able to do CrossFit. I'm able to do all the things that, that I like to do. But I know when I get back to big army, it's gonna be you no know, six thirty PT. Sometimes I might have to stay to 18, 1,900, you know, things like that. I might have to work out in my garage, like, a lot more often than I, than I do now. So, I know with, with that kind of time obligation in Big Army, I would have to put CrossFit on the back burner. But, you know, that's not a, that's not a final decision. But I just, you know, I still got to wait on the Army Warrior Fitness team. But I do want to go to ranger school. And I do want to be part of Ranger Battalion.
0: Okay. Very cool. But
1: I know if I go to Ranger School in Ranger Battalion, it's gonna do something it's gonna do some things to my body mm-hmm. that I is gonna take me a while to come back for uh for, for CrossFit. So yeah. if I make that decision now, then you know it's going I'm gonna to have to take a break regardless because I won't be able I won't be who I am now, athletically at least. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: no, I hear you. So um do you have a favorite book you like to read or like do you have like nonfiction or fiction?
1: Oh man, no. The last book I read was the was Dune. Okay. That was the last book I read, and that was uh fiction. That was a fiction book. Yeah. So I know you saw you saw the movie come out with do it. Zendaya and uh and I forgot the other guy's name, but Zendaya was like one of the poster girls for the movie. But yeah, I read that initial book. Okay, okay. Did mm-hmm. you like it? Us. That might have been a year ago, a year or yeah. two ago.
0: So what did you, you think of the book? Was it
1: better than the movie? The book explained things a lot better than the movies did. I think it, a lot better than the movie. thing. I think as the movie goes, they sp- explain more. But I think you were able to get the gist of what was going on in the book a lot quicker than you were able to, like, see it in a movie because i kept having to tell my boy when we was walking we watched it together i was like he's yeah. like man what's going on i was like man this is this is this is that and he was like <laughs> they didn't explain they didn't explain none of that and i was like yeah i mean but it's coming it's coming <laughs> very, cool, very cool um what's what's in your gym bag my gym bag oh Let me see. Everything everything and anything. Everything and anything. So I got lifters, thumb tape. I always bring an extra pair of socks.
0: It froze. Hey, can you hear it? Yeah, 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 you're back, okay. you're back. Good, okay. Good. So All I right. heard, I heard, I heard socks. So can you just, go, we'll ask the question again. So, um,
1: what? So what's in your gym bag? So my gym bag. I always keep a pair of lifters. I, I rarely use them anymore. Uh, but I uh, I use, I keep a pair of lifters. I always keep an extra pair of socks, wristbands, extra pair of wristbands, thumb tape. I have my grips hanging on the outside of my book bag because I like people to know that I do CrossFit. Always, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like people to know that I do CrossFit. And uh, uh, oh, you can't forget your GoPro and your tripod. You can't forget that stuff.
0: No, no, you can't. Yeah, definitely. you
1: can't forget that stuff. Man, I, I used to, I used to talk about those guys in the gym with tripods, lately, But now I'm like the guy. I have a tripod for my phone, <laughs> and I have one for my GoPro. Yeah. So <laughs> and i put it out hey, i'll put it out anywhere like, i i'm not ashamed i, I don't care <laughs> very cool
0: um so um what would you tell somebody that um uh, actually but before that um you know let's say like you, your crossfit experience is over your army experience is over you know you're almost you like your last last minutes how do you want people to know you as
1: mm. I went. A, I went a little deep there. But girl, like, forget all of this athletic stuff. Like, it's, I'm an athlete. Like, I, I love being an athlete. I love doing that kind of stuff. But I would want people to remember me as a as just a good person and a great father, mm-hmm. based on what you know my kids turn out to be. So, like, I go I had my time. I've had my my chances to do whatever I wanted to do with my life, and. I wanted to make sure that I set them up for success. And if me, them having success means that I did what I was supposed to do. I could never make the games. I could never make the semifinals. I could never do any other things that I want to do for myself personally. But I think that doesn't define me. I think how my kids turn out defines who I am as a man mm-hmm. or a person. And that's how I would want people to remember me. Awesome. That, that's a, that's awesome. So, um, mm-hmm. So last question. So where
0: can people reach out to you if they have any questions about like, you know, being in the Army, you know,
1: the Army of Fitness program or just being like a savage in the in the CrossFit gym? <laughs> so, I, man, my Instagram is, is simple. Just like my name says, there is at Jalon.Franklin at Instagram. And uh, my Facebook, same thing, Jlon Franklin. I don't mm-hmm. really do Twitter or Snapchat. No. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done Snapchat in ages, so,
0: I'm, I'm, <laughs> so I, I haven't done that. But uh, I'm sure I'm still trying to work on TikTok, just
1: a little, a little bit of that. So, man, I, I, that's something that I probably I I haven't picked up TikTok. It, it looks too complicated, man. It's, it's something I can't do, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I know I know you got I know you got a dinner coming up, so I just wanted to thank you for you know taking your time to talk to me about your experience, in, like the military, CrossFit. And I, I would love to have you back on, you know, after the
1: competition down in Texas. Oh, um, of course! No, I, mean, I, I love talking, especially other dads and fitness dads, and I love talking talking about CrossFit.
0: Yeah, I'm 42, so I'm a little bit older than you, but you know, oh, man, it's 42. That's not old, man. You're not old. Too I, know, I know, but I, <laughs> I'll still throw up some good weight, so I'll take that. Yeah, you're good. You're good, man. You're I, good. Yeah. Well, well, thank you again for doing this. I do appreciate it, and uh, I'll I'll hit you back up
1: later on just to get you back on. Got you. Appreciate you, man, for having me, man. I I enjoyed it. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. You too, brother.
0: Oh.